0: CHAPTER 41 OF TELL US ANOTHER BY WINFRED HURST, S.D.S. THIS LIBRIVOX RECORDING IS IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN. RECORDING BY MARIA THERESE THE VERY GREATEST ACT OF LOVE Now, dearest, I am going to tell you the sweetest story to be found in the whole wide world. Oh, yes, you have heard it often. Of course you have. But it never grows old. It never loses its charm. It's about the greatest act of love. ABOUT THE GREATEST GIFT THAT WAS EVER GIVEN TO MAN, ABOUT THE HOLY EUCHARIST. YOU KNOW WHAT THE HOLY EUCHARIST IS, SURELY YOU DO. IF I WERE TO ASK YOU, YOU WOULD TELL ME AT ONCE THAT IT IS THE DEAR SACRAMENT WHICH CONTAINS THE BODY AND BLOOD, THE SOUL AND DIVINITY OF OUR LORD JESUS CHRIST, UNDER THE APPEARANCES OF BREAD AND WINE. YOU HAVE MANY TIMES HEARD HOW MUCH JESUS LOVES US. YOU KNOW HOW ADAM AND EVE, OUR FIRST PARENTS, SHUT THE GATES OF HEAVEN BY THEIR DISOBEDIENCE, so that no one could get in. When the loving Saviour saw this, he was moved with compassion. He made up his mind to open those heavenly gates again. So he became man. He came down to the earth, was born at Bethlehem of the Blessed Virgin Mary, lived at Nazareth, spent three years among the people, and then suffered and died upon the cross. You see, his father had told him that if he would do all this, he would reopen for us the gates of heaven so he came and did it. Wasn't that good of him? Could any act of love be greater? Yes, there was something greater still, and Jesus, whose love for us, his dear children, is infinite, did that something more sublime. It was not enough for him to die for us. True, he wanted to ascend to heaven and open its gates for us, but at the same time he wished to remain with us on earth, too for it is his delight to be with the children of men. So he instituted the most holy sacrament of the altar in order that, though leaving us, he might yet remain in our midst and give himself often to each one of us. This is the very greatest act of love. Only God could have thought of anything like it. It was on the night before he died, at the Last Supper, that Jesus gave us the priceless gift of his own sweet self. It happened in Jerusalem, in an upper chamber. The twelve apostles were with him. Imagine you see the room, with its lofty ceiling, its slender columns, its oriental tapestry. The Savior is seated at the table. Around him are the twelve. His garments are very poor, like those of the apostles. But, oh, his face is so beautiful, so full of love. An atmosphere of infinite tenderness seems to surround him. A heavenly gentleness fills the room. And now Jesus takes bread in his holy and adorable hands. He raises his eyes to heaven. He blesses the bread, breaks it, and gives it to his expectant apostles. And oh, how sweet are the words that fall from his divine lips. Take ye and eat, he says, this is my body. Then he takes the wine and blesses it and gives it to them. And again sacred words break the hallowed stillness of that supper room drink ye all of this he says this is my blood which shall be shed for the remission of sins do this for commemoration of me jesus has instituted the holy eucharist holy communion the holy mass he has ordained his apostles priests look at those happy apostles they are kneeling around him they have received their first holy communion What peace, what joy, what heavenly bliss fills their hearts. They had been filled with sadness at the thought that he would leave them, but now they know that he will abide with them forever, for he has instituted the blessed sacrament. It is the very greatest act of love. Dare we, then, doubt the love of Christ for each one of us? Never. We must trust him absolutely. We must come often to rest confidingly in his Eucharistic arms. Jesus once said to a holy soul, it is certain that a hundred sins offend me more than one alone but if this single sin is distressed of me it wounds my heart more than the hundred others because distrust wounds my heart to its innermost core i love men so much end of chapter forty one